Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we are asking a question from a member in the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus community. She asked if we could share more on the podcast about keeping it Christian with your close relatives. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. All right, sisters, we are ready to dive into this episode, talking all about how to keep it Christian with your close and often difficult relatives. But before we dive in, I have to give you a sneak peek, first look, first listen here about Seek First. You might have heard me talking about it already, just plopping little things here and there. But last October, November, December, I ran a eight-week Bible study. It was called She Rises back then. Now it has been rebranded to Seek First. And it is all about Matthew 6, 33 living. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This, again, is still an eight-week Bible study, training, accountability, and so much more. I've divided it into four easier-to-understand modules. So number one is establishing foundations. We're going to cover God-first living, idolatry, time and choice management, as well as living a life worthy of the gospel. Module two, we're talking about knowing God. This module is where we cover who God is to you, faith and works. We cover God of abundance and intentionally seeking him. In module three, we are talking all about spiritual disciplines. We're going to understand spiritual warfare. We're going to learn ways to connect with God. We're talking about fear of the Lord, waiting on the Lord, prayer, fasting, and more. And then in number four, we're talking about living it out. We're talking about how to deeply abide in Christ throughout our everyday life as busy moms. We're talking about discipline, self-control, accountability, and personal responsibility. We're talking about making a plan and mindset mastery. There are bonuses that are coming along with this. You get accountability partners. We have weekly coaching calls that have fellowship and prayer involved. It is phenomenal. The testimonies and reviews that came out of this the first time we ran it were just life-changing for me, just to know and see how much the Lord worked through this. And y'all, it's been made even better. There was nothing wrong with it last time. Everyone said, this is amazing. Keep doing this. But 
I have been inspired to just tweak, add a couple of trainings. It's going to be fantastic. You can jump into this in a couple of weeks. We're going to, we're going to open up the link and you can jump in. We're starting live on September 22nd. Okay. But before that, September 18th through the 22nd, we are doing a free challenge that is called the connect with God consistency challenge, totally free. The link is coming out for you to jump inside that challenge and sisters. Oh, it is going to be good. It is going to be an amazing taste of seek first, completely free for you, your friends, your sisters in Christ. So visit the link in the show notes, sign up for that challenge right now. It's a couple of weeks away. Again, it's not starting until September 18th, but I don't want you to miss this. It is going to be so good. God is going to show up. You're going to find ways to connect with him. You're going to start implementing this Matthew 633 lifestyle. So again, connect with God consistency challenge link is in the show notes. We'll see you there. And now we're going to dive into today's episode. Do you have close relatives that maybe aren't believers or close relatives that are just difficult? Maybe they're mouthy or opinionated. Maybe they've gone through a lot of hardship in their own life, but instead of healing, they do like Brene Brown says, and bleed all over everyone around them. I know I've got quite the gambit, quite the mix of all of these things, plus more in my collection of close relatives. And while I love them all dearly, I'll be honest, it's not my favorite place to spend time. It's one of the reasons that uh, I strive to be a different mom or to be set apart, if you will, as God says, because I want to be the person that my nieces and nephews, my kids, my grandkids all desire to be around. Not just that, I want to foster this family environment, this family culture where we all desire to be around each other because we're respectful, because we're peacemakers, because we operate off of kingdom values. The fruit of the spirit is a great example of this. Number one being the fruit of the spirit, and that can be found in Galatians 5, 22 through 25, but I'm just going to ramble off this list from memory because this is our family motto. It's our family verse. It is super, super important to our family. So it's one of the few scriptures that I honestly have memorized front to back. So here we go. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. These are all qualities that exist in people that you enjoy being around. And they're qualities that we all have access to through the Holy Spirit. They are the fruits that you will see in our lives when we are close to the Spirit, when we are relying on the Spirit of God. And so when this question came up in the Facebook group, How do we keep it Christian with our close relatives? The fruit of the spirit is the first verse that came up for me. And while I don't want to dig and dive 
deep into the fruit of the spirit today, I actually did a podcast series. It was one of the first ever podcasts that I guested on maybe six months to a year before I started my own podcast. And it was with my dear friend, Audrey Grove, and she has a podcast called Start With Scripture. If you actually go to the Mom Life With Jesus website, momlifewithjesus.com for this podcast, and you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see all the podcast episodes that I have had the privilege and honor of being a guest on. And every single one of that seven episode series is included uh, on that list. I'm also going to drop those links right here in the show notes. So the show notes for this are probably going to look a bit crazy, but I want you guys to be able to have access to that because we dive into each one of the fruits of the spirit as individual items. We talk about personal examples. We talk about other scripture references that tie into them. And it is just a super, super powerful series. Don't freak out when you hear seven episodes because each one's maybe 10 to 14 minutes or less. Um, So all together, they could be one large uh, podcast that you just listen to one after the other. But for just a deeper dive into the fruit of the spirit, into picking apart each one of those qualities separately, that is a really great resource and really great place to go. Another couple of verses that come up for me when I think about keeping it Christian with your close relatives and, and the ones that are a little bit more difficult, right? Romans twelve eighteen, and I'm reading from the ESV. It says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And when I think about that, I think about the responsibility that is on me and every interaction and every engagement that I have with another human being, if possible means, (laughs) I think it means most often it is possible, right? Because we have Philippians 4.13, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have the fruit of the spirit. Peace is a fruit of the spirit. So it really comes down to this middle section. So far as it depends on you live peaceably with all. And so when I'm going into let's say, uh, you know, a a time where I know I'm going to be engaging with close family members that are a little bit more difficult. I'm in prayer. I am praying that the Lord would be my strength, that, that I would be able to live peaceably with all, that there would just be a spirit of peace that exists in me and around me, that I would be patient in my word choices, that I would choose responses that are helpful and beneficial. The third verse or passage that comes up for me when I think about this is Philippians 4, 8. And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I believe this verse goes more than thinking about these things, right? So a man's thoughts become his actions. So when we think about these things, we then voice these things and verbalize these things. And so when we're in those situations where we're dealing with difficult family members or close relatives, 
and we're trying to keep it Christian, right? We need to abide by the scripture verse and choose our thoughts wisely, choose things that are true, that are honorable, that are pure, lovely, just, commendable. We need to think on the things and mention the things that are worthy of praise, the things that are excellent. And this is something that I think is super important because when we're around people that we know really well or people who know us really well, I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of like recognizing their faults and seeing the ways that they're falling short or the ways that they could be doing better. But remembering when we think back on the verse from Romans 12, 18, so far as it depends on you, right? So making sure that you're taking your own personal responsibility, making sure you're taking your own thoughts captive, making sure that you are checking your own mindset when you're going into these kind of situations and conversations. The fourth verse I want to talk about today is Matthew 5, 9, and it says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. And this one actually piggybacks on that Romans verse. Maybe I should have mentioned it before, you know, the Philippians one. Um, But this is from the Sermon on the Mount. This is the opening of the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is talking and he said, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. And so long as it depends on you, as it says in the verse in Romans, live peaceably. Therefore, you are a peacemaker. And therefore, you are called sons of God. And aren't we all daughters of God, right? Sons and daughters of God. Therefore, like that is our number one identifier, right? And even like Janelle asked, keeping it Christian with our family members, we are an ambassador for him. We are him in terms of what other people are seeing. We've all heard stories or maybe even lived our own experiences where people have been hurt by Christians not acting like Christ. And then what is the end result of that? Those people that are hurt by other Christians are then looking to Christ thinking he's not loving, he's not gracious, he's not merciful, he's not compassionate, he's all these other icky things, right? Not the Philippians 4.8 verse list, right? Not the fruit of the spirit list, but other things. And so remembering So long as it depends on us, we are to live peaceably and we are going to be considered blessed and children of God for being peacemakers. And then the last one that I want to bring up today is a passage from Matthew and that's Matthew 38 through 40. And again, I'm going to be reading from the ESV and it says, you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, and these are the words of Jesus, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. Man, when we read this scripture, it's like, what? (laughs) What did you say, Jesus? Are you really asking me to do that? And I think we have to remember that the life of Christ, the example of Christ and scripture itself takes the world and flips it upside down. Those who are least will be considered the most in the kingdom of heaven, right? And our natural instinct, the evil living in each and every one of us, our own selfish fleshly desires are like, no, 
an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If somebody slaps me, I'm going to slap them back. (laughs) No, don't do that, friends. Don't do that, sisters. That's our innate fleshly desires to respond that way, to react that way. But remember, between a circumstance that's happening and the result, or even between the circumstance and the action, there is our mindset, there is our perceptions, our thoughts, our beliefs, and our feelings. And we can always choose to rewrite them with the truth that is in scripture. We can always choose to rewrite them with God's truth. And we can go back to these verses on the fruit of the spirit, on peace, on, you know, how how we should be choosing to think according to Philippians 4, 8. And we can respond differently. We can respond in a Christ-like manner. And the way that Christ is asking us to in this passage about retaliation. So there you have it, Janelle and all the other listeners. How do we remain Christ-like or respond in a Christian manner around close relatives that may be a little bit more difficult to remain Christ-like around, right? We all have them. I'm sure we all have them. Sister, if this episode blessed you, if you are one of those people who found yourself saying, yes, yes, this was so good. Now I have biblical truth to arm me and put this armor on to be able to go and love and sit with some of those difficult people in your life, then please share this with a sister in Christ who you know also has those difficult family members. And sisters, I hope and pray that we will see you in the Connect With God Consistency.